In a world where a millennial and a non-millennial make a podcast. Live from the Thailand studios in beautiful downtown North Hollywood, it's the Me and Marcus Show. Happy Sunday, folks. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. To all the mothers out there. Dog moms, animal moms. Do you know I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you if it wasn't for my mom? If it wasn't for women? That's science on on another level. Yeah. So I think women deserve a lot more credit Mm. a thousand times over than they're given. Science. 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 How's, uh, how's, How's your week? My week was actually pretty good. Um, I don't know. I got kind of burned out on some stuff I was hearing oh. about free thinking and the important. Look, I'm a big fan of free thinking, of course. Yeah. But if that free thinking is laced with ignorance and false facts, I have a problem with your free thinking. I'm glad that you're freely thinking, but it might be good to uh, research some stuff, Chelsea, before you just spout out a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I'm not going to bring up names either. It doesn't matter whose name it is. Yeah. Because we are ridden with fake news, right? As we know. Fake news. From both sides of the spectrum, Mm. from the right and from the left. Mm -hmm. And I think there's this idea, well, free thinking, freedom of speech. That's fine. But if you have a large following, Mm -hmm. maybe you have a responsibility to research some of the stuff that you're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. And to look deeper into some socioeconomic issues. Right. Before you spout things out from the comfort of your baby blue fucking Bentley. Oh. Wow, nice car. Because the thing is... <laughs> it's a great This car. wasn't a particular person. I just use it. <laughs> There's a, a, a particular insulation that comes for somebody who's very wealthy. And I'm not going to go into 1% versus 99%. I'm just saying that there's some people that are very well insulated from what some of the real issues are, mm. and they have an idea that their word is bond, and yeah. it just isn't fucking true. I guess like where I'm at with now with like people like using their free thinking. I mean, they have their they they have the right to say and feel and think however they are thinking, and it, you know what? Most of the time, it's not going to match up with mine. But who the fuck cares? You know what? I think I go only a little bit deeper into that because when these people have 30 or 35 million followers, I think that there's a responsibility to not just give a bunch of fake news. influencing other people's Absolutely. thoughts? Well, they I, call them influencers and that's why. Right. And then again, you know, like those people who are being influenced by that person have the choice to on whether they want to agree or not agree, you know? Mm. So it's like, I feel like maybe it's giving that influencer too much power. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think that if you're if you're in a position where you can play to the top of your intelligence mm-hmm. and hopefully say something for the greater good, of course it's freedom of speech. Of course say whatever you want. But I think it's important to realize your place and where you're at and how strong your voice actually is. It's and true. you're right. Hopefully yeah, I'm people... Not, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't disagree. You know? No, I know you don't disagree. And yeah. I, I think we've seen eye to eye on this quite a few times. And mm-hmm. you're right. If the person that's being influenced by the influencer, because they call them influencers for a reason, right? Right. They have a um, choice to whether... They do. They and I ask, I ask that all idolatry be crushed. Mm. And don't be a total fucking sycophant. Find information on your own. Mm-hmm. And you know, every week there's a hero 
or every month or couple of weeks, there's like the hero of the month or the hero of the week club. Yeah. Don't take everything that person says as gospel. Look into some shit. You know what? And I've been guilty of this. Like, Me there, too. There has been times where I've put these these influencers and these celebrities on these pedestals. Me and too. It's like and I have to. Anything that they say must be right because it's them. You know right. what I mean? And then like the more I've come to look at, a, look at this and understand myself, it's just like, you know, they're... They're on equal playing ground as right. as myself. You know what I mean. Right. And and I noticed this after listening to the last episode when I was talking about John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I he he's a, he's a human being. Yeah. I'm a human being. That's right. We're this. We're both no, right. human beings. And yeah. I I was like, oh my god, it's John C. Riley. You right. know what I mean. And I completely froze up. And he's like, hi. And we shake hands. I was we shook hands. And I'm like, uh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Shake and bake, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like after thinking about that, it's like, you know what? He also met me. Mm-hmm. We're both human beings. Right. And um, if he says, if he goes, I mean, not saying that he is, but if John C. Riley ever goes onto a rant, it was something I don't agree with. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to see him differently. I'm just going to be like, okay, I don't agree. I, I don't disagree know. with I, that. I disagree with that. I still have my own free thinking and, and I have the power to, I have the power over myself to cr- control what I'm thinking and feeling. And Absolutely. Feeling. And that's really what free thinking is. My Me free thinking based on somebody else's ideas that just, that are, like I said, fake news or they're rooted in some delusion. My free thinking allows me to see that and go, no, that's wrong. Mm. And if I believe that that person who's saying those things has a very strong influence on others, I will speak up against that. And, and that's, that's my choice. choice of freedom of speech. Right. So uh, I just, for me, it's so important in this day and age for us to really dig deep for the truth about what's going on yeah. on all issues, whether it's race, uh, gender, socioeconomic, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Dig deep, you guys, and yeah. look into this stuff because there's certain things that are happening. The more you know. The more you know, and the there's a lot know. of distractions that are occurring mm. that are taking us away from the bigger picture. You know, and, and what I've seen with the left is that if someone has a different opinion than them, they're shunned from that person. Uh, you know I've what I seen mean? that with the right, too. So It's just, I don't know. I've seen that with the left and with the right. And like, I can't anymore. Listen, people really diss the left lately. And yeah, there's a lot to diss. But <laughs> it, it's becoming more and more about the left getting dissed than looking at some of the right and the things that they're still doing too and that they're backing. I'm sorry. I don't believe there should be a wall. And what's frustrating is it's such a divide. There's such a divide. There's a huge divide. And I don't even, like, I, I, I don't know what's going to fix that. I think no, absolutely. I don't, I don't know what's going to fix it either. Will. I don't even know if time will fix that. But, but I like being able to look at both sides without dissing one side more than the other. And right. that's what, you know, being... That's not, what critical thinking is about. Right. I'm not hard left. I'm not hard right. I'm me. Yeah. Chelsea me. And what a great time. <laughs> yes. Oh, and what I a sound great like a time. I when I laugh. Fuck. It's a good monkey. It's a well, uh, it's an educated monkey. <laughs> um, I think that's what this, these times that we're in is supposed to show us is that we should use critical thinking and not take things... Mm. Ugh, I just, I don't even want to get into the rest of this because no, it's my own stuff. And it's also, like I've said a couple of times, this is what this is about. I mean, you're a millennial mm. and I'm a boomer, Gen Xer, whatever they call it this week. <laughs> and the when you've been name. on the planet for this amount of time, 
you tend to get irritated with things because you start seeing history repeating itself with certain parties mm. or certain ideologies that you go, fuck, I thought we moved past this. Mm. Does that make sense? Um, maybe one day. <laughs> and that's okay. That's being honest. And that's the truth. Because how old are you, 26? I'll be 27 in July. Yeah. So I've been on the planet exactly two times longer than you have been. So trust me. hey It takes a lot of higher consciousness to get through these motherfucking days sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine that. Um, good news. Cavs beat the Raptors. Good for you. Cavs I'm beat Toronto. So now it's um, Cavs versus Celtics for the conference finals. Uh, the first game is today, and I'm pretty sure it, it did not go well. Oh, no. I know. I'm sorry. Your Cavs it's are all right. important It's only game to you. one. It's only game one. We're going to... We're going to get back there. The only calves I'm working are the ones on my legs. Oh. Imagine if I was that guy. I got to do calves today. Oh. I'm doing calves and fucking triceps. Nice. Yeah, we have a great guest for you guys today. Am I drinking somebody's water? Gross. Oh, probably. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we have a great guest today. Um, don't want to say his name yet, but a little, a little suspense. But he yes. gave us really awesome T-shirts for his TV, his show. Mm-hmm. He's writing season two right now. Wow, so he's a great him. guy. Yes, very talented, well-rounded, well-rounded, multi, lots, a lot going on, multi-talented and multi-faceted. Yes. If I may, jack of all trades, this guy. So, without further ado. Our guest today is award-winning director, executive producer, writer, actor, Emmy-nominated, supersizing... I did it again. Let's go with that one. Supersizing. I like it. Jesus. You know what? Every week, Walt, she has McDonald's on the brain. I don't know what it is. She's trying to prove to me that the Canadian McDonald's is better than the American McDonald's. Now this supersize shit creeps out. Canadian McDonald's. Emmy nominated <laughs> supervising sound editor. That's go. huge. Walt Bost. Yay, everyone. Welcome. Yay. Hey guys. God, what a resume. Oh, right? I'm leaving that, town and I'm just going to pack it in. I'll never you know, match that, up to that. But that just means I do nothing really well. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you got to spread that nothing well out. Yeah. Yes. I hear you. That's awesome. Well, thanks for coming. I have one Thank question you. before we get started. Sure. Cats or dogs? Cats. Really? I have two cats. Really? Yes, I'm a cat lady, sort of. Cat lady. Yeah, I grew up with cats. Okay. I never had. We never had dogs. I don't know why, mm. um, but I just grew up with cats, and so. Do you like dogs? I do like dogs. This is great. But cats are less. You know, they require less responsibility. Absolutely. That's actually and true. And I think they essentially know, take care of themselves. They pretty much do. And, yeah. Um, and so mm. you know, sometimes they'll give you love, and sometimes they don't want anything to do with you, and yeah. I'm okay with that. They're very real True. and authentic. Yeah. Right. If you're a codependent, cats aren't the pets for you. You I need don't know. a dog. I yeah. see every time I walk into a room and there's a cat, I feel like I offended it just by walking in. Do you, <laughs> you know probably what I mean? Did. I'm like, I'm sorry. Not like you generally. Or I don't think so. I've, I've met like person. two cats that like came to me. You know what I mean? In my <laughs> but life. that's pretty normal, I think. Most cats yeah. are just like, who's this? Yeah, most cats in? are like, eh. my feelings get hurt. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> I wanted to say they're more territorial than dogs, but not. I've had both cats and dogs my whole yeah. life, and I think there's just there's territorial, and but they're in different ways territorial, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Cats can be mean for sure. Yeah. Cats are yeah. badass though. <laughs> Yeah. They really they just are. do what they want, and then 
And it's one of the longest lineages, allegedly, right? I Egypt. Mean, yeah. Beyond that. Weren't they like saber rulers? Saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that So lineage. you're from North but Carolina, right? I grew up in Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem. In North Carolina, home okay. of RJR Tobacco. Yay. 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 I've actually driven through there a couple um, times. And then, uh, so I went to UNC Chapel Hill for nice. college. Wow. And then... Um, a couple years after graduating, I moved out to Los Angeles. But my all my family lives there except my mom. Mm-hmm. She lives in Georgia. Nice. Georgia's but, nice too. But yeah. yeah. So. I like North Carolina. I spent some time. Is Charlottesville, North Carolina? Charlotte? Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte. North Charlotte. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. 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 My yeah. mom lives on the coast of North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the beaches. It's nice, right? Mm-hmm. I, you have the mountains, you have the beach, right. you have all the seasons. Um, I, I usually get back there at least once a year to see my parents and and other relatives my sister and I love going back I love going back and then after about four days then it kind of I'm kind of like okay just gets to a country yeah what are we doing well you have politics of course which don't agree with me yeah bible belt right it's in the bible belt yeah that's gnarly accents uh, are thick down there like their mouth is full of marbles and I'm like pardon me (laughs) is that all what did you just say no Trumpish. no it's definitely not I mean it's my it's weird. My father and my stepmother are Republicans. Oh, my, yeah. my mom is a Democrat. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I get both both sides. But right. I, my deal is I don't talk politics when I go home. Good for you. Respect. You know, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And um, But sometimes it can be, you know, when you're around people in the environment, it can be overwhelming. But for there's sure. a lot of great things about of course. the South. There's yeah. man, People have manners there. Yes, they do. You know? The food's and, great. Um, they the people food really great. have manners there, yeah. They do, no actually. doubt. But um, but so I, I go and come you know I'm nice, it's nice coming back to LA and then yeah. it's nice to get away for a while and back in where life is slow yeah because life moves so quickly here oh my god yeah <laughs> ain't that the truth yeah it's I haven't good heard to yeah. anything more true today mm-hmm. it's crazy married well, kids girlfriend I'm, uh, no I'm gay so okay. I do not have a girlfriend I had a partner boyfriend I had a partner um, not really okay um, I've been seeing somebody but. Uh, I was in a partnership for nine years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And um, That's miraculous whether you're gay, straight. Right. <laughs> nine years right. is a long time, that especially long in time. L.A. Yeah. That would be considered 30 years somewhere it's, in the South, right? For sure. It's the, we go three gay, times. In 20- gay years, that's like <laughs> eternity, you know? Right, right. Um, but yeah, and we're best friends. Oh, wow. Oh, that's ex, really I, good to hear. I, I tend to be, yeah. you know, I, I mean, we're, we were friends before anything happened. So, you know, we've stayed really great friends. And um, so uh, everything, you know, but no, I just uh, don't really have aspiration, you know, any desire to get married or anything yeah. like that. I think it's just take whatever comes nice. the way. And, mm-hmm. Well, you're working you know. and you got yeah, a pretty Yeah, you're on it with your career, so... I'm working, and well, that's funny because those are the kind of the things I've explored with the show. Yeah, and you know, and okay. um, uh, about what does it mean to be in your 40s and right. still, you know, when you're not married and you don't have kids, and you're wondering like, where am, am I going to get somewhere, and where yeah. is my life going, and you know, those are the things that kind of sparked the whole idea of the show. So. Right on. Well, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Oh, show. But oh, um, wait, I know that. I'm sorry to backtrack. Hmm? Asheville. Was Asheville. the town it's not because I said Charlotte and Asheville combined? Oh, but yeah. I spent time in Asheville. It's like production town. I lived there it's for twenty eight days. Oh, so you were filming something, obviously? No, 
We're not going to get into it, but I lived there for 28 days. Yeah, because usually rehabs are 20. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Asheville, so, was that yeah. a movie? 28 Ash, days, yeah, right? Yeah, and Sandra 28 Bullock. days later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 28 <laughs> days later is the, right, the zombie <laughs> version See, of I go, rehab. I go with the zombie one. I go with the Speaking horror. of zombies, you work on iZombie? I do. I do. I work. I'm the supervising sound editor for iZombie. Nice. And I, it's, so, it's such a great show. I hope people will watch it. It's, on, it's on right now, season four. Yeah. Where'd you go to school for the sound editing skills? Or was um, it all just learned it, on the job? I just learned. I, nice. I went to film school at Carolina, which was a really small film yeah. school, you know, and... Um, and then I moved out here, and I kind of had to start over mm-hmm. in doing stuff. And I kind of fell into the sound. I really liked sound, but I kind of fell into that, and then got into that, and I just learned it. Amazing. I just hung out with other editors and just learned it. So it's a really good primary. It's is it your primary passion? No, or you have I a would mix say of stuff. Writing right? and directing is my primary passion. Nice. So yeah, um, that's why I'm still. You know, that's why I did the the, the series, and yeah. that's why I'm. You know, writing and doing everything, but I love sound, and I I just I kind of did fall into it, and but it lets me be creative, right? Um, and I enjoy it, and I get to meet lots of people, and I'm not I'm not in a room, you know, all day Good. on a computer. That's oh, not that's, that's so not tight. my job. I yeah. mean, yeah, I couldn't because I, I just couldn't like I just couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't be in a one place. So that I little get to, box. Ah, right. let me out. So I get to go around and. And do different things, and I get to work with actors, That's which great. I love. Yeah, and, um, get to work with other producers, and and you get to you make know, those relationships. Yeah, you, know? and you build those relationships, and you just keep keep doing it. But um, that's great. But now I've I've done it so long, I just you know it's like second nature. It is, yeah, <laughs> for sure. You also do sound on Grace and Frankie. I do Grace and Frankie. I just started Grace and Frankie, the new season. Nice. And, what a um, resume yeah. this guy right? has. <laughs> I've been I've been lucky. I get to work. I mean, I get to work with some great actors, you know. And that's just to to think like this little kid, this little gay kid from North Carolina, you know, never had any idea I'd be out here. You're uh, killing and, it. And yeah. just just working with people I grew up watching on TV. I mean, yeah. number one, just I mean, congratulations on being a gay kid from North oh. Carolina. <laughs> right. Getting through that in the time that you were growing up had to be very that tough. Was, well, you know, I didn't know I was gay, so oh, okay. I was just I just knew I didn't fit in. Right. Mm. So wow. I really it didn't really hit me till college. I didn't figure things out. Oh wow. Yeah. So I just knew I just didn't fit in anywhere. And Chapel up. Hill's pretty religious, or was uh, there a no, gay crowd there? It was very well. There were so many people on campus, and you just had kind of everything. Yeah. So there was a when I figured it out, then I found other people, and yeah, it was it was great. I love Chapel Hill. I, Do you I think that were you were you like drinking or doing anything because you were confused before you actually knew what was going on? No, I didn't. I never fell into the frat, like the frat sorority thing. It just, yeah. it just didn't appeal to me. And um, uh, I was just very independent, and I just kind of did whatever I wanted to do. And nice. then when I when I found uh, what was then called radio, television, motion pictures, at when I found that, I usually ended up spending most of my time at the at the at the building, yeah. like working on projects. I'd because say. once I found it, because I first I was doing business, then I did philosophy, no psychiatry. So yeah. I, bounced I bounced around trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Right. And when I found that there was this other thing, I thought, well, my, I love movies right. and I love TV and I love radio. I'm and, gonna do it. And so once I found that, that's pretty much I spent my time doing that, and then didn't worry about the rest of it. So I I never. Awesome. And then it just I just knew I knew something was going on with me personally. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what's what, what is going on? But then when I finally clicked, I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. That's great. You know? Nice. I mean, gosh, that's 
Uh, it's a great story right. because a lot of times it's either a fear of coming out, but I rarely mm-hmm. hear that there was that much confusion that late into life. I mean, what you were in your late teens at that point? I, I was, well, I think I was t- 19 or 20 when yeah. it finally dawned on me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. like I don't know if that makes that me area. pathetic. I, Not I, at all. I, I just think it's interesting that you were that open minded to like, maybe it's this. Maybe, well, I, mean, I dated, I dated girls and, um, I, you know, I just, just weren't I, feeling I, it. I just knew like, well, something's weird. Like, I don't know They're what annoying. it is. I can't I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't put my finger on it. And then it finally something happened and I was like, Oh, okay. Got it. So then you got yeah. into a long term. How old so were you then, when you got into the uh, nine year relationship? Um, I was, oh, Steve's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> was he older? I, yes. He, yeah, he's older. He's um, eight years older. <laughs> Steve's really going to kill eight you now. Yeah, he just had his birthday uh, Friday. So, okay. But um, uh, I was in, I guess I was out here and I was, uh, it was around 2000, around 99, 2000. So, oh, yeah, so you were young. God, I was I don't, let's not talk about age. <laughs> okay. Right, right Michael, let's not talk about yeah. age. Well, who do you look up, look up to <laughs> in the industry? Like, who are your role models when it comes to directing? And, and um, I love David Fincher. Oh, he's amazing. Um, For sure. I, um, gosh, John Sayles. Okay. I love John uh, Sayles. You know City Sales. of Hope. Yeah, yeah I his, know his, his movies. Films are, yeah. Yeah, his films are amazing. Amazing an, indie filmmaker. And he's an amazing to... writer. I mean, he, he writes on other big movies too. You just nice. don't know it. But okay, um, I he's grew, so I, low pro. That's yeah, what I like about him just, too. And um, I mean, the main, you know, Mamet. The, the you a Mamet fan? No, not really. Mm. Um, it's a special taste for Mamet. I love the um, the guy that did. Um, d- uh, I'm gonna ruin his name. Den- Denis Villeneuve, the guy that did. Um, Sicario, I think, oh, yeah. and um, what was the Alien movie that came out the other year with? Um, I'm blanking on. It had Jeremy Renner and um, what's oh, her face yeah, in it. That it was, was so Arrival. good. Arrival. Arrival. Was thank you. Oh, really Arrival. Didn't he, he's yeah. a French director, didn't, and he did the Blade Runner. Redo. Oh yeah. yeah. So Arrival I love, was great. I, I love him. I love you know, but I I like lots of. I yeah. mean, my favorite genres are. Like horror, yeah. <laughs> actually, nice. Uh, and uh, but then I like I like everything. So cool. Um, not everything I write on or do is gay themed. You mm. know. What's your favorite uh, horror movie? I'd probably say The Descent. Oh, interesting. Have you seen The Descent? I haven't seen it in a oh, long time. Yes. Um, Did I see that? Is Descent? that the one where they're in the cave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Yeah. It's- it's creepy. And then I saw A Quiet Place recently, and that was... I just saw, just it, last saw it last night. night. How, did you, did like, you it? like it? I hear good things. Yeah. It was good. I want to go there see was a it. Little, I need to go see it. There was some exposition I figured out very quickly, but I didn't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Right? Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not perfect. Movie, it's not but, perfect, but, but for John Krasinski's man, first was, time out, oh, yeah, I was he, super impressed that he, he wrote that. I was, and, I was... Well, the two guys wrote the first script, and then he... Latched on and rewrote it. Oh, right. so oh, I want to make sure. Okay. I always want to make sure, like the original writers get yes, credit. Yes, please. Because mm-hmm. every because you know people know John Krasinski, so I'm like, I don't know him, but and but he's obviously very talented. But these two guys did write the script first, and then he came on and rewrote it. Okay. Right, more, wrote more the family aspect. Mm. Um, he hit it. He then, hit that aspect yeah, really did. well. But he did it. 
incredible job directing, I thought, and it just, you know, I, I just thought, and for a sound person, like, it was a very unique experience sound-wise, right? Because everybody's quiet in the theater. Oh, like, yeah. it's a whole different movie-going experience because right. you're not, nobody's rustling or eating popcorn because you're all quiet because you, they, you know, that's written in the story. Right. So it's this, I really encourage people to go because... It's a different movie. It's, going, it's a different movie going experience. Yeah. Wow. Well, because from when you go from complete silence into like something really int- even mm-hmm. the lightest intense sound is really grabs you. Yeah. Yeah. Even like the sound of chewing. Sorry. And then you just start chewing. Really well, no, I mean on the chewing. screen, like because uh, it is dead oh, it's, silent yeah, it's for a long periods of time. Is there any dialogue in it? There's dialogue, There's a, but it's. Yeah. Very little. You have to go see it. Wow. Yeah, you have to see it's it. A, That's it's, different. It's a great. It's a great idea. It was a great idea for a movie, and they just probably low budget. They not. It's. I think they spent around. Um, I think I looked it up. It was like seventeen million or something. Really? really? Yeah. With Kate Winslet? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, those two are married, right? Are they a, Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. They are married. Yeah. Oh my god! What's and wrong then, with me? For some reason, she looked like Kate Winslet in that movie. I think I read recently that she wasn't going to play that originally, and then they were on a flight, and then she read the script, and she's like, I have to play this part. Yeah. She looked really amazing in that. She did. Yeah. She 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 looks awesome always. Yeah, I guess so. She was great. But it's a good, it's a really great film. And a buddy of mine did the sound and just, they knocked it out. He killed it. Yeah, Yeah, he killed it. And that's tricky stuff, because you think like, oh, it doesn't have a sound, but it does. But... That mm. kind of sound design is so intense. Yeah. yeah. They, um, God, what did I want to say about that? You know what? It'll come back to me. My mind's like Swiss cheese. Things just fall into the holes and they never come out. Yeah. Swiss cheese. Um, do you? So you grew up. You're not that far after me. I'm not going to go into age. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> but we grew up in some pretty horrific horror films. And since you're into horror films, I want to talk mm-hmm. about that. Like Last House on the Left, mm-hmm. mm. House House on Green Apple Way. I don't know if you remember that, I don't one. Remember that one. Let's scare Jessica to death. I'm a couple of years older than you. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But one, these were but... really. Int- My dad took us to see the films he wanted to see, even though we were probably not even supposed to be in the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I loved horror as a kid. I thought I did, but I think it gave me nightmares and probably traumatized me. You know what traumatized me for the rest of my life? I love the movie Ryan Seacrest. Jaws. Oh. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> Jaws I saw pretty young too. I wasn't afraid of the ocean until I saw Jaws. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old when I saw Jaws, yeah. In the theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. so it, yeah, see, I told you I'm old. The Steven Spielberg documentary is on HBO, right? Yeah, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen it. I haven't it, seen it, it but I heard some, it's pretty it fascinating. It gave some um, background on Jaws and how it was made, and it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I recommend. And he was really young when he did that too. Really wow. crazy. Yeah. He came out of a, an amazing crew. I think he went to USC. Or no, he went to UCLA film school actually and it was amazing. John Milius came through there and like some amazing Yeah. That's Jaws is the kind of movie where if it's on, I'll watch it. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like you can't really it change it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't turn it off. That and um, Point Break is a movie. I will Point Break watch. is really fun and funny. I've never seen it. Not the remake. <laughs> no, I didn't see the remake. Uh, yeah. But they do an improv point break. I heard about at UCB. That. I haven't yeah. seen it in years. It was so long ago, but it's so much fun. Yeah. So you created um a series called The New 30. Right. Do you want to tell us about sure. that? Sure. Okay. Um so I I had an idea for this show where I was kind of going through this kind of midlife crisis if you will and just mm-hmm. kind of wondering uh, like, hey, what am I doing? Or where? Yeah. You know, I, I'm in. The, I was in this 
well, I've been in this kind of strange living situation where my ex and I, we own, own our house together, but he had moved out. And so I was still there. And then, um, you know, it's kind of thing, well, do you move on? Do you stay there? It's crazy. This is a crazy real estate place here in LA. (laughs) And, um, and then I was thinking, I really want to direct something and write something, but, um, I want to do something meaningful to me. And Mm. I was just Kind of, kind of going through all this stuff and some personal stuff and, and it kind of dawned I was like I don't really see like in the gay when I started looking up like gay shows and then gay stuff on YouTube and things like that and I'm just like it's all like 20 something yeah. stuff and teens and coming out and like the usual things and I was like I don't see anything in the you know guys in their 40s like, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. don't really see that kind of stuff and and which should be a pretty big demographic you would think right and um and i was like i started thinking of all my friends that were gay and some of them how they all live we all live very different lives really you know like there's friends that are you know married and then thinking Mm. about having a kid and then other friends who are like always single and but wanting to find somebody and then somebody's concentrating just on their career and like i feel like there are all these stories out there and I don't see, I can't see them anywhere. I can't find any, anything like that. So I got this idea to do this, this web series about this group of friends living in L.A., although the L.A. part doesn't really play that big of a deal in it. Yeah. It's more about just being in their 40s and kind of going through, hey, like, we thought everything was kind of, when we got to our 40s, we thought we'd have it made. Right. Like, everything right. would be set. Right, right, right. And then we're finding, like, wow, it's not like we thought like it would that. be. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I, and I, so I, I grabbed a friend of mine, another filmmaker, his name is John Sobrak, and I, I pitched it to John because John's, I respect John as a writer, and I thought, well, it'd be great to have his, his thoughts and ideas. I knew he would probably have some good, good ideas about it, and yeah. we could do it together, which would also take less pressure off me, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we share the, share the pain a little bit, and, <laughs> and um, he really liked it, and um, so we decided, so we developed, further fleshed it out, and we said, okay, let's, let's write a pilot. Yeah, we came up with the we 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 said let's do six episodes, but let's just do a pilot first and see mm-hmm. if it works. So we did the pilot, we self funded that, shot that, and wow. we cut it together, and we thought, okay, like it's it's actually pretty good. I it's think works. I think it'll work. Great. So <laughs> then we took that and I uh, launched a Kickstarter campaign. Great to make the other five episodes. Yeah, and um, and that was successful, and then um, got that money, and then. Shot the series. Wow! And Good bada job. bing, bada boom, and then um, here it is now, and now it's on YouTube. Wow! Right now, so, so. YouTube is that a YouTube Red show as well? It, no, I wish. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, a co-branding just, thing, it, right? It's just yeah. on a channel. I just, I just put it up there. I, I had, um, when I finished, I, I tried to network my way yeah. and get people to watch it that I knew, like all you know. I used all the contacts I right. have that I right. had built up, mm-hmm. and. And I just, it was just taking a super long time. I had a couple meetings and things just take forever yeah. here. Yeah, they really true. do. It's like hurry up and wait, you know? Yeah, it's just, yeah. and, it, and I'm, I'm the most impatient person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to make something happen because I thought, you know, my goal was to make a really quality gay show that you could watch. If, like if you were bopping around on Amazon or Netflix or yeah. HBO or Showtime, like you, would, you could actually see it up there. You right. know, that, that, that's the kind of quality I was going for. Right. And, um, and so these were about 15-minute episodes. So okay. the whole thing was like an hour and a half. Nice. And um, I just thought, you know, there's an audience for this. I know there is. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it, just, it was taking so long, and I got an offer from a streaming place, but I... I just didn't think it was good, and so yeah. I thought, you know what, my best, 
possibility for something happening to the show or getting people watching the show and liking the show and wanting more of the show, which would make me be able to have another Kickstarter or something for a second yeah. season is to put it on YouTube. Yeah. Right. So I just, you show, can still monetize so on YouTube. You can, you, stuff, you so. can. And, um, so I just decided, you know, that's the best, that's the best route to go Good on for you. me. Uh, that's the, that's the way I saw it. You so just got to make it happen. You just yeah. have to do it. And that's, that's basically what I did doing the show. You know, it was really hard to yeah. do. Because we didn't have a lot of money, but um, I gotta watch it. I want to really, watch it. Yeah. I'm really For proud. A lot of I'm really reasons. proud of it. And I think it's it. It really appeals. I think it appeals to not only a gay audience but everybody. Everyone. Really, well, it sounds very heartfelt. Just yeah, that was my thing. Like, revelatory. I wanted to make it about something. And, right. You know, it's got yes, it's got some drama and it's got some comedy and you mm-hmm. know, there's some silly stuff in there. But I did want to. I grew up on shows like Thirty Something. Yeah. And. Um, you know, and then I kind of pitch it as a combination of Thirty Something, Sex in the City. Uh, there was a gay show on, L- the on L HBO. Word? Well, the L Word. I didn't really watch the L Word that really? much, okay. but the show Looking on HBO That's for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a, a, a an African American show on Showtime called uh, Soul Soul Food for mm. a while um, in the '90s. And so I kind of pitch it as a combination of all that stuff. Nice. And. Um, but uh, I'm really pr- super proud of it. Congratulations. Thank you. You did and, it. Um, it's been getting great feedback. And, you know, I, I just the comments that people leave on the on the uh, channel, you know. Those, <laughs> people are insane. Those, the, but, you know. You I, had some good ones? Actually, good ones? actually, I haven't really got any bizarre good. comments at mm. all. They've all been really. So rare. I know. They've yeah. all been really flattering. I mean, I think the worst thing someone, out the worst thing someone wrote was gay. You know, I'm like, well, duh. Well, yeah. Of course, that, it is gay. Yeah. <laughs> but, Thank you for yeah, noticing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the comments that people have been leaving have been, you know, just about how they they finally they can see themselves on. See, on that's the, the thing. Aww. If the pieces of service and, to people on some level, that's what the passion piece is about, right? And um, also about the diversity of the show because I went in knowing that okay, I want to make this thing diverse. Like yeah. I, I'm so tired of seeing. All like all white gay stuff, gay shows. Good. Yeah. You Did know? you act in it as well? I, I have a very Good. very small part that I tried to cut out, but I could. <laughs> yeah, you're not but big on acting, are you? I, well, I, it's I, not your top. It's thing. not my thing. I mean, I it's funny. I, when I was growing up, I always kind of I kind of wanted to be an actor, but I just never committed to it. And mm. I was like, oh man, I don't think I can go out on auditions. Yeah. Uh, you and know, you committed to writing rough. and directing. So, yeah. So, um, but I got uh, I got. Um, Roped into acting through another friend, a filmmaker friend of mine, and I did a movie, a uh, great movie actually called Crush the Skull, which mm. is available on Amazon Prime. Okay, Amazon <laughs> Prime. It's a in uh, I have Prime. Crush the Skull. Crush horror? the Skull. It's a horror, but it's funny. It's nice. really funny, and um, that's the best. So it's a great, it's a great little indie movie, and so I kind of got roped in acting. So I like acting, but um, it's not something I'm going after. But okay. my um, my casting director. She really wanted me to be in the the show. Yeah. So she's like, just put yourself in there somewhere. Yeah, so, cameo. So I did, but it was then I was like, oh, I hate myself. I so want to take myself. So you wrote out. and directed. So well, John and I wrote. We wrote everything together. Yes. So we co-wrote. Did you all co-direct? six episodes? No. Okay. I directed all the episodes, but one. Right. My my um, my producer, um, Joseph, directed one of the episodes, and he came. He was a producer on iZombie. Oh, great. So it was. He and he just did so many things for me, nice. um, and uh, so I said, "Hey, if you want to direct an episode, please do because yeah. 
I could not have done this without your help. Right. So he directed an episode, and um, but I directed all the other ones. And, That's awesome. And was it, it kind of seem? Was it seamless though? Could you see the difference between direction between you and him? Just out of curiosity. Um, I could definitely see the difference, but. You know, I was there. Right. So was the there. untrained I, eye. Yeah, I, w- I was. Yeah, yeah you right. you wouldn't know. I don't think right. you would notice. Yeah. I don't, honestly, but um, uh, he's a he's an amazing guy, and and you know, I knew, he had directed before. He directed some TV stuff before. So I'm like, okay, I don't. You know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's I was just have somebody. On I was board just like there. That. You know, when on those days, just to kind of oversee things and make sure the actors were good, cool and. You know, because it was different having somebody else in there. But, yeah, because they were used to me. But. Right. And how long did it take you to raise the money on the Kickstarter? We did thirty days okay. on Kickstarter, and you know, you get your, you get that was Kickstarter is insanely hard. Yeah, really, it is. It, I, it, it's I, it's hard to describe to people. I just say if you're going to do it, make sure you have a team of people helping you. Yeah. It takes, you will just live and breathe, whatever crowdfunding you're doing, you'll just live and breathe it for 30 days. That will be your life. Um, And you get most of your money the first day and the last day. Oh, really? And with Kickstarter, you know, if you don't get your goal, you don't get anything. Right. So with other ones, you do get whatever you raise. That's so frustrating. Wait a minute. If you don't get anything, does everybody just get their money back? They never charge you and they don't charge people until the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a thing saying, hey, thanks for your pledge. So it's like, do you, is it better to start with like a small goal and then hope to overcome That's, that? That is one of the biggest questions you have to decide. Like, yeah. what what do I put as my goal? Uh, we did 30000 because mm-hmm. we just felt like, well, I felt like, okay, the pilot cost us around six. Yeah. So I feel like, okay, we could do each episode for around five or so. Right. Um, so we, and we didn't want to go too big, but we didn't want to go too little. Right. And then they say like, oh, well, if you reach your goal, then you can do stretch goals. So you can get, you still get people to donate. You say, okay, if everybody donates 20, another $20, we'll do another episode or we'll do this. And the idea is like, oh, okay, you get people, but most, I found that most people just stop. Like once you hit that goal, they're like, okay, you did it. Great. Okay. Moving on. Right. Yeah. So you that's the biggest question is like what do you put your goal as because it's kind of stressful. It is because yeah. if you don't if you don't get there, you know, you get nothing and all that, uh, and all that all work, that work and time. Yeah. People Jeez. make amazing stuff though through the crowdfunding, crowdsourcing. Yeah. They do. Yeah, it takes a lot yeah. of work. But if you're well known, I haven't some major directors done some crowdsourcing stuff. Well, I, I I did um I worked on the the Veronica. I did Veronica Mars the series, and I did the movie, which was a Kickstarter movie. Oh, nice. that's right. So that's the one I was, was thinking the biggest, of. Yeah, uh, it was like the biggest thing on mm-hmm. Kickstarter or whatever. And and um, so you know, but that had Warner Brothers behind it. <laughs> I mean, it had the machines behind it. So and everybody knows. I mean, people knew the actors somewhat, and so it had a you know it had a big marketing machine behind it. But mm-hmm. I think it's hard. It's hard to do when you're doing some kind of art project like a film or a short or you're making a musical or something. It's really hard to get people to believe in you and yeah. and donate. That's right. m- they're more likely if you've got this. Hey, I created this new gadget, or we I just designed this new watch, or we're doing this shirt. You know, people want stuff. Like they right. they yeah. want something to get they can something. Feel and touch. They want to get something from it. Yeah. And if you're doing a, a web series, they're like, well, what do I get? Nothing. Right. You know, okay, and watch it. Big deal. Mm-hmm. But they want something. So that's when your rewards come in handy where you think of like, oh, okay, so we did a T-shirt and I did s- s- cool things. Like I had an artist, like a, uh, I had a two, my stepmother's an, an artist and she did some art. That So nice. one of the rewards is like if you donate this, you get an p- original piece of art. Yeah. Um, so Paintings. Paintings. And um, uh, when my production designer did these cool bracelets based on the characters. Cool. So we tried to make it really unique. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That and, is um, unique. 
I just have to give a shout out to my friend David Frank Long, mm-hmm. who is also the composer. But um, David, he, he stepped in. David Frank Long. Yeah, he stepped in and um, just did the whole Kickstarter. Kick, yeah, he he stepped in and w- did the whole Kickstarter with me, and nice. I could not have done it. That's why I say you need a team because yeah. he and I were just we were just busting our butts like day in day out and For sure. to make it happen because you know you have to promote it it's a lot of marketing like when you're on there like you just have you have to promote it on facebook and instagram and yeah. everything and just you have to constantly be just hawking it and you're basically saying please give me money but right. you don't want to come off that way right so mm-hmm. what about building a character or a theme and just putting up content before even doing that maybe making people aware of the project you're doing like a year in advance with the yeah. idea of that character or that theme behind it well, you had a pilot already shot, right? Yeah, we Did had you? the pilot. Oh, okay. So I used that. I, I cut a trailer for that. Nice. Oh, so okay. on the Kickstarter, which you can go, you can still see it. It's still on Kickstarter. You can okay. still you can see the whole campaign. But I so we cut the trailer so people would know what it looked like. Cool. They get the idea, and yeah. you have to shoot a pitch video basically. So John and I wrote this. We wrote this pitch video and we filmed it with the actors. You know, it was a whole thing. And it's a, it's just a lot of work, and you have to design your page to be interesting and colorful, yeah. not too much information, but enough, and just you have to say why are you doing this, and why you why do you want people to give money, and yada yada yada, and what's your goal, and but um but the I thought having the trailer was great because people could see what it was going to look like, and then yeah. and I said and then if you donate. Um, this amount of money, you know, at least this amount, you'll get to see the pilot right when we Kickstarter ends. You'll get to see the pilot. Yeah. yeah. So that was a thing. That's cool. That, you that's know, you nice have to give people things. Yeah. That's you know, a cool incentive. Entice them to. Yeah. Sure. Donate. Sure. But, but so, it was. Uh, it was really. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Well, I can. Do imagine. you ever try to use? Not use, but do you ever try and talk about your projects to like an Eva, Eva Longoria or anything like that? Or is that not cool to do that? Well, I have to be careful because, yeah, yeah. you know, they see me as the, the sound guy. Right, uh, right. You can't just switch hats in the right. middle. Right, and, yeah, if, I get and if, it's a, I get if it's a new relationship... I can't, I can't, I don't want to go. You have it's to wait like until people go, what else do you do? Yeah, it's like, yeah. The, it's like the guy that comes up and goes, hey, I got this script. You know, I really, yeah, like, would annoying. you read my script? Hey, yeah, yeah, that's annoying. You don't want to be that guy. You're right. Yeah. So I, 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 it's better to be invited than to be that guy. Well, I think if you have a certain around. relationship, you know, um, you can do it. And I have some relationships I've built up over mm-hmm. the years. I've, I finally felt comfortable saying, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. Would you take a look at it? You know, yeah. um, where they, they trust me and they know who I am as a person. Yeah. And then, um, the you know I, my experience on Lady Dynamite, which is this insanely awesome show everybody should watch on Netflix. That. That's not coming back, but um, it's Maria Bamford. It's if she, no if, way. If you, you did that show, yeah. Oh my god! If you don't I know Maria her. Bamford, I just saw her. <laughs> That's great. She's amazing, and um, but the she's, she's brilliant. She is insanely crazy, but insanely but, crazy, but, but brilliant. brilliant and f- super funny. And um, but it's the greatest show, I swear. Um, nice. but I did, but the, the executive producer, I went to her afterwards and she, cause we just hit it off doing yeah. the show together and she's the coolest person and she's hilarious. Mo Collins. Shout out. Alamed. And then, um, so I went to, I went to Pam Brady is her name and she's just the main, she's just the sweetest person and super talented. And I went to nice. her and I, I said, Hey, I did this. Would you take a look? And she did. And, Great. you know, so you, you, I, I, the way I do it, I just say, well, what's my relationship like? And, right. you know, is that. Is that something I feel comfortable with approaching them about? Because you know they do see me. Like I have a, I have a role. Yeah. You know when I'm yeah. when I'm doing my job, I have a role, and I want right. to maintain. Want to be professional. Yeah, yeah. of course. So, but Absolutely. subtlety is key. But yeah, mm-hmm. folks. But um, yeah, check out Lady Dynamite. I will. <laughs> I've awesome. seen all of her stand-ups. I've been following her for a while since like. 
Yeah. The, you know when she did that, the comedians? I think it was the comedians of comedy. She's hilarious. She's, really funny. I think she's funny. just starting a tour and she took out a restraining order against Donald Trump. It's <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious. Great. It's just she's crazy. really it's just, funny. It's nuts. But the show is, yeah. The show. I can't, I'll check it out. I can't out. explain the show, but. What yeah. a great group that so was in her to, show. Yeah, back to the, the Mira Servino, the best actors. Yeah, yeah. I swear. Craig Frank, all these just, Patton Oswalt, just this amazing people. Back to the New Thirty. If we yeah. go to YouTube and search the New Thirty, we'll you find will it. find it. Okay, mm-hmm. great. There's a whole channel. There's six episodes, and um, we should come up. You know, pretty first or second, perfect at least, and um, so you can see it. And yeah, they're they're about 15 minutes each, and they're all they're you can binge the whole thing. Yeah, and, I love um, binging. Yeah. 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 It's great. That's a it's, fast and, binge. And too. I found that you know the one of the questions was how long do we make these episodes? Yeah, you know, I don't want to make them super short, but I don't want to make them really long. Yeah. So we decided, you know, on the kind of 10 to 15 minute period. And I found that, that, that people, people really like it. Yeah. It's not too much time to invest. Right. But people, I found that they get hooked and they want to know, Oh, what's going to happen? So they just watch the next one. But yeah, it's, it's an hour and a half and boom, you're done. Boom. You know? So, um, but the goal now is just to, um, make a season two. John, and yeah. I write, John and I are writing season two. Awesome. And, um, I'd love for somebody to come, and pick the show up, like Lisa, Issa Rae. I don't know if you've seen Jeez, her show. Or, I love that like, woman. There's so many shows now, I feel, that are getting recognized you've on seen YouTube Insecure? or whatever. Insecure. Issa Rae's show? Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, there's so many shows I feel like are, you know, they've seen what they're, what they're doing, and they, yeah. you know, that's the dream. Yeah. That, that you know, someone Absolutely. comes along and says, "Hey, we like the show, and we understand your vision. We know we we, there's this. an audience for this, and they want to see this, and um, we can give you a little bit more money." Yeah, because I mean, literally, my thing costs nothing. I mean, compared to what I, compared on what I work on, right? Right. <laughs> it was yeah, but it, it looks lunch, it probably it looks really good. It, it does look and really sounds good, good right? It, it's, so. it sounds awesome because yeah. I I had so many <laughs> great friends that did me favors in that's you know awesome. post production. I mean, that's I knew great. that that's the one thing. It's so important for people who don't. If you, it's just don't don't um, don't flake on the post production part. Yeah. Um, it's so important to have good sound because you know it doesn't matter who's in your thing if it sounds crappy and they're not nobody's gonna watch it. That's so true. Because how's it, this sound? It sounds awesome. Sounds good. You, did, in here? you guys did a okay, great, great job. Yeah, she's really good with the sound. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, yeah. Everyone, go check that out on uh, yeah YouTube, on YouTube. The new it's, thirty. Um, three zero. Yeah, it's the new. Yep, three zero. The new thirty and. Um, just you know, subscribe. That's I think that yeah. that helps when you get subscribers. Yeah. You know, yeah. that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Stay tell people us. to please subscribe. Whatever you do, just go and subscribe. And um, yeah, but it, but you know, I'd love for you to watch the show and leave me leave me comments, good or bad. I'm gonna watch. I it. accept all comments. I'm watching it for um, sure. Anybody but, follow? Do you have followers on, or do you want somebody to follow you on social network? I, I'm on. I mean, I'm on Instagram. The new 30s on Instagram. And, good, there you and go. I'm personally on Instagram. Great. Um, and then we have a Facebook page and stuff, and we have a website. But um, I don't know. I'll just I'll give a shout out to my lead actor, Dewan Johnson, who's on Bosch. Okay. The show Bosch on Amazon right now, yeah. and um, he's killing it. He just came in and just. You know, it, the show the show was on his shoulders, and he just knocked it out of the park. I mean, I got really good actors. I was really lucky because nice. I think it's hard. My my friend Msada Nia is my casting director, and um, she's worked on a lot of big stuff. And I was lucky to have her. But the trick was, I, w- I really wanted good actors because right. I feel like when you look up gay stuff on YouTube or whatever, it's usually just bad. Yeah. It's just you know, people. It's like they get hot people, but they can't act. Yeah. And um, I just really I needed good actors, and I thought, well. 
we're not, you know, we're paying minimal. You know, it was SAG, mm-hmm. so we're, we're not paying a lot of money. And like, like how, one, how am I going? Yeah, how am I yeah. going to get good, really good actors to do this? But right. I think if you, if you, it's the material, and if you they know, like this, if they like yeah. it, and they like the the characters, and, and you know, I was just really lucky I hear um, to get some really talented people, and who just you know, gave it their all and was everybody pitched in. It was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you got to make it happen. You know, people say, well, how do you do it? And I'm like, you know what, if you, if you really want it, you will find a way to do it. It's true. It's not going to fall in your lap. No, no one's going to give you anything. Right. Right. No way. No one's going to go here. We'd like you to direct our show, please. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, don't so, let anybody tell you you can't or you're too old or you're too this or like it's that's too saturated. Don't listen to that shit. And mm. never compare yourself to anyone else in this industry. Ever. Never. That's the biggest Ever. mistake. Right. Going, they're only this old. And I mean, I still do it. Yeah. And um, I have to stop myself and go, mm-hmm. well, that's not me. You know, right. Yeah, because if you access your authentic self and your experiences, nobody else has that. So. Right, right. That's so I mean, true. You just got to do what you believe in, what you what what interests you, and I mm-hmm. think you know people will spark to that because they'll see the passion. Because most of the story stuff, I mean, a lot of it was we made it up, but a lot of it was based on truth, true events, true things that nice. happened, and true people, and you know. We we merged it with a lot of yeah. you know material that we made up for sure, but but I think that's why people are responding to it. Yeah, because it's because it, you watch it and it's like it feels real because right. it some of that stuff oh, some of great. that stuff did happen. Yeah, but um, you that's, know it's all based in truth and honesty, and and I think you know you have to write. You know that's what I wanted to do. I yeah, wanted to put out something I was passionate about and I believed in, right. and write what you know, right? Yeah, that's the best. That's they it's, say that's the best thing to do, right? Yeah. Right. So, you know. have you been involved in real life horror? Is that why you? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I like horror so much. I made a horror movie right out of college. Uh, that was kind of is my, that, that available? That was, I want to watch. Oh man, I, you might be able to find it. I don't know. Uh, it's called Immortal. It was kind of a film school for me. Mm. Um, I made Wait it in Chapel Hill. Why does that sound so familiar? I don't know. Because everybody loves it. I really? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. It was great. You know, at the time, Chapel Hill was like Seattle was this big music scene. Yeah. This was in 90, yeah. like 94. Cool. And um, so we had, I don't know, you probably don't know, mm. Chelsea, because you're so young. I'm going to be 27 this year. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. <laughs> um, uh, we had bands like Archers of Loaf. We had these. Yeah, like, I know that band. Yeah, Squirrel Nut Zippers yeah. had come out. So we got these bands, and so we shot this kind of vampire-type movie with these bands in Chapel Hill, and I did it with another friend of mine. I was working this artsy movie theater. So that was my film school, and cool. um, so that was kind of, you know. So you got to use that music? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how we did it. I really don't know. Now those were really big bands. They were, yeah. and we worked with the label. Uh, I mean, I remember going to meeting with the record label. I, I honestly, because I've that movie should have a little I, resurgence. I think because all oh that God, music's it's not really it's, coming back. Everything's in terrible. that twenty. Oh really? <laughs> I'm so oh, embarrassed really? of the sound because I didn't know anything about sound at that time. Uh, but uh, can you recut it? I I thought about it. I've, you I, should I, really I have think about I have it. all the original stuff and zombies, vampires, that era. Of it's music, crazy. come on. We, we used a real band and we made them actors, which you should never do, although they did a pretty good job. And uh, But it's funny because I, I had to clear some music for the new 30. I wanted some real songs in there. Right. And it was just, it was really hard to yeah. do that. You yeah. Know, you oh, know? yeah. And even I'm like, it's just a little web series, you know, come on. They don't care. And they, and they want lots of money. And uh, going back and thinking about when I did the the feature out of college, can't you get I fest- you can't I get festival how. licenses for yeah, yeah, little? You, st- yeah, you can. 
Yeah, I did. I had pay for. I had pay for them. You have to pay for those. Yeah, too? you have to pay additional. For it used festival to be like stuff. bands were totally into that no, because if your like, stuff blew up, then yeah, they get. Paid. No, you know it's so Not changed no now because um, I, I, one of the the music supervisor on iZombie really helped me out, um, Casey, and uh, she, uh, she, you know, she really kind of said, okay, this is how things work, and like even the bands that no one knows, like there, you have to like they want money, like nothing. You just can't get that, you know. Like here you go. You next know. time yeah. come to Chelsea. She's so. an amazing singer. I hear she's I, a I, really good I, singer. I hear you are. And um, as soon as we lift her self esteem to her singing standards, yeah. she's going to be a yeah. star in this yeah. town. Come on. All right, it's the, game time. Come on, the, <laughs> the voice is waiting. Come on. I, yeah. I'm going to bring it up every American you know Idol. Bring it up every yeah. podcast. Come on. Yeah. You're still young. Come on. I know. Um, Forever young. <laughs> it's game time. Let's see what game you, you got set up. You guys ready? It's Walt, called, I have um, nothing to do oh, with game. setting these games oh, up. Oh, I, I, okay. I'm new. Okay. This is going to be a this great one. This is where my curmudgeonly uh, old boomer ass can get crazy. <laughs> this is called... Is it pop culture games? Because I'm good at that. Yeah. I'm good Ish. at that. Ish. Okay. It's called 20 Questions. All right. So I've got something in my brain, and you guys get 20 questions to guess what it is. What's wow. in your brain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking of something. It could be a title. It could be a movie. It could be a song. It could be a physical object. You guys get to decide what you. Do you give us clues along the way? Yes or no to your question. Okay. And you get twenty. I'll make it like easy. So it's like charades without the charades. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So I mean, I'm right, not well, going to think of anything no, too you specific. <laughs> You're the host, but you, you guys get twenty questions. To, oh, we get to figure out. Oh, I oh, to figure okay. out okay, what, okay, I'm, I've seen what I'm thinking of. Okay. So let me just think of something really quick, though. <laughs> Look at you closing. But your we can eyes ask you directly think. if it's a movie or if it's yes, a book or yes. You guys whatever. get to ask okay. whatever, All right, and so as long as it's a yes or no question, right? Okay. Okay, like so we just have to answer. narrow down. That's it. What thing it is first? I'm so. staring her down. I'm going to pull it out of her brain. You know her. You should figure yes, it I out. Yes, I do. All right, um, you figure it out before I will. And I got it. Taylor Swift. Is that a question? Yes. No. Go ahead. Um, is it an object? Yes. All right. Um, Microphone. These aren't questions. No, you have to ask a oh, question. Oh, okay. Is it electronic? Yes. Ooh, good one. Do you use it in your daily uh, stuff? Yes. Do you hold it in your hand? No. Sometimes. No. Is it in your car? No. It's never in your car. That doesn't count as a car. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just Does just it? to be sure. Just to be So it's a it's electronic, is that right? It's yeah. electronic. It's electronic. She uses she, it every day. She doesn't have to hold it in her hand. Does it sit on your desk? Yes. So it's your desktop. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd get it. Are you kidding? Should we go for a harder nice. one? I want to next time. <laughs> great job. Nice. Hey, no. nice. My original thought was... By the way, that's a great game. I'm totally right? down with that. Yeah. My original thought was the movie The Room. I don't know if oh. anyone. Oh, yeah. I would have got that. I don't know. Oh, you I guys think I would have got the room. A lot of people have seen it. I saw the room it. when it was the room before all this. So. I did too. Before the you did, right? I saw it on at Sunset Five. Lemily's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before, before, the, before it changed. Wasn't before the disaster theater? artist, not a lot of people knew what it was. No, no. So it was I, a very I, cult I movie. Know. It yeah. is. It's very culty. My nephew 
is he's 17 and he he just he's blown away. He's seen it like a bazillion times. Like I'm not kidding. The remake or the original? The original. The sex scene, every other like scene, and it's like 10 minutes long and is still going. It's like what is happening? These sounds. Ah, that's so. Do you remember American movie? American movie about the the documentary about the guys trying to make the horror movie. Yes, the Chris, yeah, Chris, somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking yeah. your movie oh, should come God. back out. Oh man, my movie needs. Uh, you remember um, Robert Rodriguez's first movie, El Mariachi? Do you remember the story? The did you best. read? Did you read that book? That's a great I book. Didn't I did read that, read that book. book. That is a it. fantastic book too. That was Danny Trejo. He was the no, knife thrower, right? Or he was in no, part two. Yeah, he was in part, he was two. in part two. There was no one in the first one. That's right. But uh, that's great a great movie, movie for inspiration for, to, sure. for filmmakers. But um, his that that whole thing got that. I would need the services that he got. His movie got all cleaned up by Sony or whatever. <laughs> like they oh, they so did all need this that. work. Right, I mean, right. my yeah. I would need a new because I have thought about going back to try to re-edit it and do the sound and it do would a be proper a shit sound. Lot of work, it right. would just do so much work. And I always I get excited and then I go wait. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I going to spend this much time? Some, my intuition tells me that that would you can't really improve. Oh, that music. you can't improve certain things, but but you can prove the sound. Yeah, all the music. I know it'd be. Oh, I thought about doing a you know redoing the whole thing and then going back to Chapel Hill and having a reunion oh, showing see. of it and trying to get. But I've had people contact me through Facebook and go, "Hey, I don't know if you remember me, but I was in Immortal and blah blah." And I'm like, oh, "Oh my gosh, my gosh, that's so maybe you could have a thirty year reunion." It's, oh yeah. God, don't say that. That's, that's <laughs> awful. Don't be so that weird about awful. age. You look great <laughs> anyway. Oh, you. You're a big exercise dude. I am a big exercise Yoga, guy. everything, right? I love, I. you know what? I was going to yoga and I stopped and I need to go back. But well, I you have good it, posture, but, so you're but, doing well, something to keep the back straight. That's my mom telling me to like, sit, sit up straight. Sit Although up this, straight. Mic, <laughs> this like, mic is a little low. For, oh, yeah. We should raise it for you. Short, Sorry. Yeah. Short folks. Yeah. But, well, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you? Um... I live in Sun Valley. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, do you? That's rad. I that do. You live out there. Isn't that? That's it's like sweet. 171 it's, it's, in the yeah, middle of I summer. Know. It's, mm. That's the worst part. But um, uh, they can find me. I am, I'm on Facebook. Facebook, Walt Bost. I'm on um, Instagram. I'm Mr. Burns 35. Nice. I was a big Simpsons fan, so. Yeah. But, but the most um, important place to but find the most important place is go show. go watch the show. Uh, the new thirty, just go to YouTube. You can yes. watch it for free. Yes. Uh, just you guys look, support the show. Yeah, please uh, check it out. You can leave me negative comments if you like. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, but positive. I think, but I think you'll like it. It's um, it's a uh, I've you know everybody pretty much said some good stuff about it, and Great. so I think you know I think it's a good hour and a half spent. That's awesome. Um, Good on you. For so I, but I appreciate that. you guys having me on. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks for coming. Thanks for man. coming on a Sunday yeah. in between oh, your busy schedule. My pleasure. It's really appreciated. It's, it's yeah. awesome. This has been a great time. So good. Yes. Thank appreciate you to Thailand Productions, guys. Please rate and review the show. It helps others find our show. You can write into the show at me and Marcus at gmail.com. Please write else? in. Is there That'll anything else it. we wanted to say? That will do uh, it. I don't think so. All right. New thanks 30. again, Walt. New 30 on <laughs> plug, YouTube. Plug, plug, plug. Go plug, watch plug. it. Thanks, and thanks guys. And we out. <laughs>